Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Catherine Morehouse. Several Democratic governors are urging President Joe Biden to offer more subsidies through the Inflation Reduction Act to help their state's vulnerable offshore wind projects. It's a sign that state leaders in Biden's same party are willing to publicly push their clean energy woes onto the White House amid growing warnings from energy companies that these projects won't happen without more funding. So today, we chat with Politico's Rai Rivard about what the governors are asking for, why they are going public now, and what the Biden administration can actually do about it. It's Tuesday, October 3rd. So these are six Northeastern Democrats. Uh, you have Kathy Hochul of New York, Phil Murphy of New Jersey, Wes Moore from Maryland. You have the governors of Connecticut, Massachusetts, and Rhode Island, too. These are states that are you know, sort of pinning some of their clean energy, if not a majority of their clean energy hopes, on offshore wind. And they're very worried that offshore wind projects that have been approved are going to fall through and not get built. And this is happening as energy companies are telling these states that the costs of these offshore wind farms are rising. Is asking Biden for more subsidies the only real solution here for these governors? There's a couple of different things going on. There's the inflationary pressure that these energy companies say they feel. You know, you have some projects that are costing 30% more than they were expected to cost, you know, before inflation, before supply chain issues, and to some extent before interest rates went up. And so some of these companies are going back to the states. Utility regulators in New York are fielding these requests. Lawmakers in New Jersey have already, to some extent, dealt with requests from one project to find a way to get these companies more money. Some of this is increases or potential increases of ratepayer bills. Other you know, ways of doing this is sort of passing through or allowing companies to keep federal tax credits that they otherwise would have needed to use to reduce ratepayer bills. And so there's a couple of different ways that energy companies are trying to get states to give them more money. And, you know, at a certain point, there's internal pressure in the states that, you know, there ain't that much more money to give. And so they're sort of turning their headaches and their woes on the White House and on the administration. So can you talk a little bit about the timing here? Why did the governors decide now is the time to go public? You're reporting that state-level staffers and Biden administration officials have met over the past few months about this issue. You know, the Inflation Reduction Act created fairly generous tax subsidies for some of the capital costs associated with building these offshore wind farms. And there were some companies, particularly Ersted, which was one of the biggest energy developers in this space, who were counting on getting at least a 40% tax credit from the Inflation Reduction Act. And so they'd been talking as a company to Biden administration officials about this for a while. They've said that sort of publicly to shareholders and investors and analysts. And the guidance that's coming back, it looks like they're going to get something like 30% tax incentives rather than the 40% they were sort of counting on. And so they haven't quite said this, but you can sort of see what's going on is is states are now going to the Biden administration and saying, hey, you know, we have these companies that were really counting on getting 40% or more generous subsidies from you all. Your interpretation to date by the IRS and by the Department of Treasury is not giving them what they expected. If you can't give them what they expected, they're either going to be asking us, the states, for more money, or they're not going to be able to build these projects. 
um, potentially. And so that's sort of what's been going on right now is, is state officials were trying to help these companies essentially get the kind of tax incentives that they thought they would get. And now that they're not going to get them, potentially, the states are sort of making public their concerns and sort of turning up the heat on the administration in Washington. So ultimately, what can and can't the Biden administration do here exactly? And what do we know so far? So the administration says it's been super supportive of offshore wind. I mean, the president himself has set a very ambitious goal for offshore wind energy. The Inflation Reduction Act gave pretty generous incentives by, I think, anybody's measure of this. And the administration itself, you know, when they were sort of asked about this, said, you know, we're doing everything we legally can to, you know, help these projects. You know, I think their term was we're using every legally available tool. And so the question sort of is now, can the interpretation change? Does there need to be more legislation? Or does this sort of devolve to the states to deal with? And, you know, again, in in New York, you know, you see state level utility regulators getting asked to increase the amount of money available to clean energy projects, particularly offshore wind. And so if somebody isn't paying and these projects are going to get built, somebody else is going to have to pay. And that's sort of where we are now. Also, House Republicans are eyeing deeper spending cuts and more policy riders in their legislation to fund the Environmental Protection Agency, along with the Interior and Energy Departments. The House Appropriations Committee approved the Interior, Environment, and Energy Water Bills earlier this year, with cuts to administration priorities. But far-right conservatives want more cuts before the bills reach the floor in the coming days. GOP Representative Mike Simpson of Idaho, who is the chair of the Interior and Environment Appropriations Subcommittee, told reporters last week the panel was looking for billions of dollars in additional cuts. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our free newsletter at politico.com power switch and subscribe to Politico Pro to read our morning energy newsletter. Some of the music in today's show was composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. And that's our show. I'm Catherine Morehouse, and we'll see you back tomorrow. Support for this program is provided by Chevron. Chevron is taking action to keep methane in the pipe. Their 2028 upstream methane intensity target is set to be 53% below the 2016 baseline. And they're committed to evolving facility designs and operating practices. That's energy in progress. Learn more at chevron.com slash methane.